Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. In this week's issue, Murmur. Welcome into episode nine of Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I am Zach, and joined by the Poison Ivy to my Harley Quinn, oh, Mr. Sweet. Mike. <laughs> I know. Lovely. Thank you. I thought you. that was a nice one. Yeah. Plus, you know, you're the, I guess, the one who could actually pay attention more to get crimes done. I'm the one who's a little off, so it fits. Okay. <laughs> I just, it just means I've got a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, so you can plan. <laughs> Rob Bill. Have you watched any of the Harley Quinn uh animated show they I did? I don't know. It's actually uh, I've heard it's good. It, it is. It's I'm it's, just not I'm too old. It's really funny. That's that's fun. They Each, won't let me you know. Different strokes for different folks. They well, won't they, let you yeah, as in, when I when I watch animated stuff, they send me a letter and they tell me to please stop. Wait, they still send you a letter? They don't send you an email? No. No, no. Oh. They send letters to old So then is there like two weeks where you're like, oh, I'm safe. Like, yeah. And then you get that in the mail. I got to watch that cartoon. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Not again. And the wife brings the mail in. Yeah. And you go ahead and delete all the other cartoons you saved off your DVR. Today's episode. Are you still DVR? No. What do you, I'm sure some people do. What do you use? Hulu. You just have I just watch it, yeah. You just watch it. <clears throat> We have YouTube TV, so it's it's kind of like a DVR. They do have clouds. like yeah. yeah. There's I mean there's certain things I've used before. Like I know I had Sling for a little bit, which does yeah. allows you to DVR. Yeah. But for the most part, I just wait till the next day. Welcome to DVR TV. Talk. Hey, did you have a TiVo when I did at some point in time? I had multiple TiVos. You had multiple house. TiVos. Yeah. Show off. I tell you, man, when it was just TiVo, it was like the best. Oh, I'm sure. And when Directv had TiVo. Holy crap, it was good. See, I loved it. What we used to do and is... And then they fought like like they were getting divorced and it screwed everything up. Did they get divorced? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now TiVo sucks. Oh, I haven't seen... See, we did in my house. It was... Grandma had cable, so she would video record stuff on like blank cassettes for us to watch. Yeah, yeah. And that was the way to go, though. Dude, I used to record stuff on Betamax. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Well, because betas. back in the day, though, was, if you didn't catch it then... When are you yeah. going to see no, it No, that's again? exactly right. If, if it was like a like a uh, network TV show, oh yeah, I, you had to wait a year for it to come back around. Or you had to hope that like when they ran reruns, like that was the one of the episodes they Generally, chose to do. Yeah, or or the local TV station decided, oh no, it's raining. Yeah, let's interrupt this show. Yeah, we got rain delay theater of reruns. We just didn't get it. Like no. it would, they would just interrupt it, and you just didn't. You oh, that yeah, that too. Was, yeah. Oh, that happened with The Office a lot early on. Granted, yeah. Hulu was kind of around, but still. 
Either way. And and this is topical because, well, to me anyway. Okay. Because I've been on this run where I'm going and watching old David Letterman stuff on on YouTube. And that's that's what I used to record all the time. I love old Letterman. Old Letterman was just the best. I mean, Letterman, I'll still even watch his news. Like, I just love David Letterman. Yeah. Uh, But early Letterman. Yes. And then when he first went over to CBS, holy crap. Yes. What a um, great show. See, and it's fun to find stuff like that. Like, I love watching old episodes of, like, I'm trying to think. I've watched the Carol Burnett show some that way. I've watched. I just love watching old TV in general. Well, the cool thing about it is on YouTube, some saint somewhere has taken all the Letterman shows and distilled them down to these, like, chunks. So I'm currently watching one of five videos that's just nothing but Norm MacDonald on Letterman. <laughs> or it'll be it'll be every Chris Elliott skit where he played this guy yes. or whatever. It's just the best. Oh, see, I forgot Chris Elliott was in skits for them. Oh yeah, he would do that. He was like the comparison scientist guy. Yes. So he'd have the two dog foods and he'd go, "We're going to test and see which one tastes better. You know, if this new one tastes better or whatever." And you expect him to bring. There's a time when you were naive. You expected him to bring out dogs and see yeah. Chris Elliott just scoops down and eats a eats. handful of that one and eats a handful of that one. See, that's, that's the best. Uh, weirdly enough, a family who was always great at sketch comedy because his daughter, oh, Abby, yeah. was on SNL then, too. Oh, yeah. So both of them just. Uh, but no, I love going back and watch that. Okay. Cabin uh, Boy. <laughs> Cabin Boy's good. These pipes are clean. <laughs> <laughs> so today's. <laughs> Take uh, that, Zack Snyder. Uh, every, hey, we got to get a dig in every time. Oh, uh, here's my thing. Freaking Letterman. And Chris Elliott made a better movie than most of Zack Snyder's stuff. Are you knowing the clips you watch? And, and Cabin Boy is a terrible oh, movie. Oh, yes, yes. It's a terrible, stupid movie. Yes. But it's still but, better than Batman versus Superman. Come on, you enjoy it more. Okay, I enjoy it yeah. more. I'll say that. It's like saying Happy Gilmore is a great movie. It's, it's not, not, but I enjoy but it. it's funny as Yeah, hell. just like yeah. there's uh, Billy Madison's one of those. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Early Adam Sandler usually does annoy me now, like oh, the yeah. older I've gotten, but I will still watch Billy Madison all day long. I don't know why. It's just that movie. It's everybody else in the movie, too. Yeah. Like yeah. Steve Buscemi. It's Scratch before Mo- they all, went yeah. way, over the, way overboard. And now I can't watch, like, and then all the ones in between I haven't been able to watch just because I feel like they're bad. But You should watch Hubie Halloween. Yeah, that's no, really that's not good. the one I can't. I did watch him in uh, Uncut Gemstones, though. Uncut Gems was good. It was. Uh, yeah, good. Gems, not Gemstones. Well, it's, it was the original title. Uncut gemstones. So like we need it to pop more. Just do gems. Just gems. Oh, you're a genius. So today I mentioned last week that we were coming back with a villain and villain. Mike. I like this guy. Oh yeah. I I do just because I feel like and you're a pacifist. What they? I mean, shit. <laughs> this guy must be great. Okay, he's not great. I'm just saying. <laughs> like I liked. Humphrey Dumpler and Humpty right. Dumpty and what they could right, do. Right, right, and right. and I kind of like that with Murmur. He was just such a uh, dumped on guy. Just, just You felt so bad for bad. him. Yeah. But then, like, that's why it was just an interesting character study in a way of somebody who felt bad who was still kind of evil. Sure. Uh, Murmur is crazy. He's one of those kind of villains. But let's go ahead and get into him a bit. He was created by Jeff Johns, which is a name a lot of people should know. Geoff Johns? <laughs> Geoff Johns. Yeah, okay. no, Jeff Johns who was basically the Kevin Feige of DC for a while. Okay. Um, he stepped down in 2018 himself to work more on, there was other projects he wanted to do, right. like film and studio-wise. He created his own studio, and he works with Warner Brothers on other stuff and still does DC stuff, but he's not like the head creative official or whatever. Like they need him back. 
Um, well, I mean, he was around during some of the bad ones, though, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not all. He uh, he produced the Aquaman movie. Mm. He produced, but then he also did, like, Birds of Prey. Yeah. So it's very mixed. Birds of he, Prey is okay. He also did a lot of Aquaman's Arrow films. and Flash and work. Like, he's always worked in the film and television side with that, with, like, scripts and things. Yeah. What he's mainly known for comic-wise, though, is two things. One, his run on Flash, yeah. which we're about to start here, that right. people say helped, you know, get the character back to where it was and created a good Flash. Same with... Made him fast again. <laughs> exactly. Make Flash fast again. Um, and then the same with Green Lantern. While it's extremely convoluted, yeah, uh, he introduced a lot of the things that are known about Green Lantern now, and it said that his writing for Green Lantern was absolutely phenomenal. So... I like he, just, he I've just I, never been a Green Lantern guy. I know you, you haven't, but the people who are out there probably love the run that oh, Jeff Johns had. So got the ring. I'm, I'm doing that. Like I like Jeff Johns as a comic book writer. There's some things when he's done in film and stuff, not so much, but I at least enjoy Jeff Johns. Also, he created them with Ethan Van uh, Shiver. Sure. The two of them together. And the first appearance of Murmur is in Flash Iron Heights, which is kind of like a thicker. Okay. comic it's kind of like a it's almost like i'm a not gonna call novel, it a graphic no, it's not long enough graphic novel novel-esque but yeah it's a one-off gotcha hey just is this is you said the flash so are you a little frightened of this flash movie a little would be <laughs> saying it nicely i don't know what we're getting at i all. don't know what we're getting either because at one point in I mean, time i love the keaton's in it that's great yeah but well why? A, <laughs> At one point in time, like I thought we were doing, uh, I guess they're still sticking with Flashpoint because they Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. who played Thomas Wayne, yeah. you know, in the newer ones, they were going to have him be Flashpoint Batman, which mm. is where are you familiar with the? I don't know the Flashpoint storyline, which I enjoy the story, but I thought they were going to take some of it for the Flash movie is basically through uh, events that happen, it winds up to where. Barry's mom, Barry Allen's mom, wasn't killed. Okay. So both of his parents are alive. Right. Um, but in this world, in Crime Alley, what changed there? Because, you know, it's, you know, butterfly effect. You yeah. change one sure. thing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, both Martha and Thomas survive. Bruce is the one who shot and killed during the robbery. Mm. So through the, like pr- through the process, it drives Martha crazy. And sure. Martha actually becomes the Joker in this world. Oh, wow. And Thomas becomes the Batman, but he's a more ruthless, more do anything I can to wipe out evil. Right, I right. use guns. I kill people, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so I, it feels to me like a knee-jerk reaction to the coming uh, Doctor Strange multiverse thing. That maybe they're trying to do that now. It feels like that's what they're doing. It feels like they just we were just like, oh shit, they're doing multiverse. We got to do multiverse. Well, Who it, can we do multiverse with? Flash runs fast. Maybe he can run into the future real fast. Well, that's like one of the only ones that they have that multiverse or the multiverse story with though too, because it makes sense of yeah. But uh, it's the same problem. I mean, that might be what Warner Brothers is doing. It was the same problem I felt like they had with uh, the new Space Jam movie. Just so many different properties they try to squeeze in there just to showcase, hey, we have all this stuff. So did you watch that? I did. I did just because the first Space Jam isn't good. Right. Like, I went back right. and watched it. But I enjoyed it because I was a kid. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it, it because it I was a kid. So I tried to it's go into Roger this Rabbit. one. 
No. You know, because Roger Rabbit's great. Oh, I love Who Framed yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Um, but so I wanted to go ahead and watch it just because it's like I watched the first one. Let me see this one. Sure. Um, movie wise, just because I didn't think the first one is great. Like Jordan's not a good actor. No, LeBron's not either. No. So like movie wise, they're not really supposed to be exactly. Yeah, they are. Like they that are. part is what it is. The only thing Nobody's I just really Larry like, Bird, you know, to to do a bunch of no, you know, drama well, stuff. With that's Sally the thing Field. too, though, is there weren't really like it was kind of cool in the original one for me of other people seeing the other players, up, other stars. Like, yeah, like Barkley, yeah. Their, their whole scene where they're like trying to figure out what's wrong right, with them is right. one of my favorite right. in the movie because like Charles goes to church and he's praying. He's like, I will never see Madonna again. Mm-hmm. Like they're jokes that yeah. are in there for yeah. like kids don't get that. Right. But I, and this is just from what I've read and what I've overheard. I did hear a review because we have a podcast here that does reviews it seems like a terrible concept. It's not a great like where concept. they just run it through all the Warner Brothers properties. There is a scene where they do that, yeah. And then at some point, the guys from Clockwork Orange, which was rated X, yes, are in the stands watching a basketball yes. game that is set for children. Yes, yeah. That's oh, don't forget wonderful. they also go through Game of Thrones world. Yeah, and Froghorn Leghorn is dressed up as Daenerys on riding on a dragon, <laughs> saying Winter is coming. <laughs> It's all animated. Sure. Like, it's kind of, but it's just, they just winter try is, I'll say to, winter is coming. Yes, yeah. it's, it's pretty much like that. But they just try to squeeze as much out of their other properties and get doing out of so. here. Boy, you bother me. They do it with DC. Yeah. Like, you know, to run into Superman and stuff like that. Yeah. They do it through, there's one like, oh, Harry Potter World. I wonder what I'm going to be. And then LeBron's like, Hufflepuff. I know it. Like, they're oh, just so trying to stupid. showcase. It's so dumb, though. It's I, just a big Warner Brothers commercial. It is. Well, I it's put like it HBO in, Max commercial. It's it's the same way to me. I, I called it when I saw the trailers for it, and I said that they're Ready Playering 1. Yeah. Space Jam. The difference is Ready Player 1, because um, the movie's good. The book is a lot better. The book in my is opinion. excellent. Yeah. I love the book. Yeah. But it fits for all of that in the sure, story. Sure. And it goes across tons of IP. Yes. Just like Roger Rabbit or anything yes. else. You it's know. not just it wasn't all Warner IP Brothers. Dependent. No. You know, it didn't have to be the Millennial Falcon that shows up, you know, or whatever. But Warner Brothers did kind of take some liberties when they made that movie, too, though. Because yeah. remember, the yeah, Iron Giant's it. not in it. I know. Like, there's there's other things. Well, there wasn't a Millennium Falcon in the movie, right? I don't or was think it? so. Yeah. I think it was replaced by the Iron Giant, honestly. Really? That could have been. I think that's what it was. But, yeah, yeah, like, there's things that weren't mentioned that, like, the, the way they get keys and stuff is different, but that's fine. I understand. Sure. For a movie, you have to make it shorter. But it just seemed a lot of times like it was them Warner Brothers just trying to. Yeah. Get as much in. Now that we've complained about Warner Brothers enough. Murmur. But, murmur. All right. So we talked. <laughs> I was telling you about how it was created back in October of 2001 by Jeff Johns and Ethan Van uh, Shiver. So uh, Murmur. Of, of the Long Island Van Shivers. Yes. Sure. Murmur starts off as Dr. Michael Christian Amar. Or Amar. 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 So Dr. Amar. He's a renowned surgeon. Okay. Dr. Amar also, though, uh, unfortunately, is schizophrenic. Okay. Dr. Death kind of thing. But he does not take medicine for sure, and does not treat his mental disorder. Why would he? He, because of not treating it, he starts to hear voices. Sure. Which start to drive him crazy. Mm-hmm. And he is so desperate to quiet the voices that he goes on like a killing spree. Okay. Um, and with all of his victims, what he does is he cuts their tongues out to Wonderful. try to wonderful 
try to stop all the noise he hears. Right, right, right. I get you. Now, uh, mainly he's doing this all with knives. It's not really said, but you just have to assume that they use the, since he was a surgeon and he's so good with scalpels and stuff like that, that he's into knife play. Okay. Um, So uh, that's just comic book logic. Yeah. So he's really good with knives and that's what he's using to kill people. Um, He's eventually caught by law enforcement. Okay. Uh, shot like three or four times, but and still Barry alive. Allen, it says. Well, uh, and it leads to his court case. Okay. And while he's there, Barry Allen is the crime scene investigator. So he helps. That's like that's what Barry mm-hmm. Allen's job is mm-hmm. now, working with yeah. the police. Yeah. So that's how Flash knows things that are going on because he kind of works with sure. the police. I got you. Uh, we talked about that last episode that is an ongoing thing where where i I don't understand how some of these guys know how crimes are being committed but i assume that barry just listens to his radio sure barry gets a gets a beep but so he's there in court and you feel like barry allen has a beeper right oh yeah yeah he's got a beeper he does or like a two-way i don't need to know about his personal life well i mean on his what yeah Yeah. so barry (laughs) so uh barry while on the stand says that you know we have 50 murders that fit this wow with the dna though we can for sure tie him to 12. well i'm just thinking anybody who's cutting tongues out you know that's probably the guy yeah so they're like they couldn't really what are the chances in in metropolis city or wherever the hell these guys are i think they're in keystone city or starling city one of the two <laughs> it made a difference uh yeah. so what are the chances there's two guys going around cutting tongues out probably not it's that not many, good but Again, if you live in a world, like if we took Gotham, sure, like it were a real place that we lived in, and if somebody was like, oh, somebody's out cutting tongues, you wouldn't be like, it's got to be that one guy cutting tongues. You could probably be like, well, I guess it could be guys who would guys. cut tongues. Yeah, yeah. cut tongues, yeah. So, uh, but because like Barry Allen is providing this evidence, and uh, Dr. Amar, 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 Amar uh, however sure. you want to say it, is constantly like he can't stop himself from talking. During court. So he's yeah. like, I had to shut up the voices. It's a little ironic. So huh? he's like incriminating himself because yeah. he can't. It's a nervous. I think his uh, lawyer calls it. You can't take this nervous tick as his confessions is what he says in sure court. I can. But so he just constantly he's like, I had to make the voices stop. Hey, can I ask you a Space Jam question in yeah. the middle of this? No, that's totally fine. S- Speedy Gonzalez was in it. Yes. Isn't that weird to you at this point? I've always felt that Speedy could be considered culturally offensive. Yeah. Well, I know they there was no Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, but Speedy was still Cuz he's a rapist or whatever. Yeah, but Speedy but Speedy's was still okay. I would have I mean, you could have taken right? It is. You could have taken Speedy on, out. He didn't add anything to the movie. You can't turn on Cartoon Network and see a Speedy Gonzalez com- uh, cartoon anymore. No, but it was fine for the movie. Okay. All right. So murmur. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> they imprison him at Iron, Iron Heights. Heights. Iron Heights, yeah. While the authorities are finding a way to carry out his death sentence. Okay. Murmur is contacted while he's in jail by Blacksmith. I don't know a lot about her uh-huh. uh, story, her origin. I do know that she is basically the leader of a massive criminal black market called The Network. Yeah. I, I don't know who she is either, but all I can see is like uh, pleather. You know, yes. She's wearing it, it real kind of, tight pleather. Yes, she does. Sure. But she smuggles in materials necessary to create what is called the frenzy virus, what Murmur is able to make. They call it a frenzy virus. I'm giving them right now. Why is the guy making a virus? He's a surgeon, right? It's a weird leap. It is, but the virus 
basically if you inhale it, it turns your lungs into a mud-like consistency. Sure. So you suffocate on your own body. Well, that explains it all. But it quiets you down. Like that's it. It affects sure, the you, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's how they tie it to him. I'm just saying, while somebody's lungs are being turned to mud, I bet they're not real quiet. No, they can't be. Well, you can't. Like it shows. <laughs> it shows that, the cops right? just like you know, yeah. throwing up and falling over and stuff. But so he releases this virus throughout the prison. Mm-hmm. What keeps him from getting it? Uh, we will explain that here in a little bit. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Because there is something uh, all that right. does. Um, he releases the the virus in the prison, causing mm-hmm. dozens of death and a mass breakout sure. in the prison system there. Yeah, everybody's lost um, all over the Through floor. everything, Flash does identify that he has to be the origin of the virus. And so he goes back to the prison to hunt down Murmur there and tells him, you know, damn it, tell me what, how I fix this, how I can get damn rid it, of Murmur. this virus. And he rips his mask off. Because as you can see at the top, I showed it. Yeah. This is actually the scene of him coming back to talk to Murmur, like to get him mm-hmm. and tell him how to cure mm-hmm. the virus. Murmur has a mask that he wears. It's kind of just like a. Kind of reminds me of Sandman almost. A little bit, but it's like a, just like a paper mask. Yeah. It's just like with one tie around. It only covers the front. It's, it's always full, kind of a jack-o'-lantern look. A little bit. Yeah. So Flash tells him, you know, talk to me. Tell me what you're doing. How long does it take to tie all that crap around your legs and arms? I don't know. It takes a while. Weird. And he throws, like he flips his mask off of him uh-huh. as he's like intimidating him to talk. Right. And he realizes that Mummer, or Mummer, Mummer has cut out his own tongue and shown his own mouth what shut. Because he's not going to implement himself ever again. Okay. So sure. that's his theory behind that. And so even without Murmur's help, uh, they take a blood sample from him because they're trying to figure out why is he not affected? If right. He's the one releasing all right. this. Well, it turns out that he has some sort of special thing about his blood to where he is immune to a lot of Metachlorians. There you go. Uh, he is immune to so much. That's why he's not affected by it. Sure. And they in turn use his blood to help make a vaccine solution. Vaccine. Thank yeah. you. Okay. For, the virus that has been released. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they have that. They're able to save these people, but in the ensuing chaos, Murmur is able to escape jail and he's Got out it. on the Got open. Sure. That is our first intro into Murmur. And to me, I'm like, all right, I read the first one. I'm thinking there's nothing but cool stuff that can come from this. Right, I like right. the setup. Seems cool. Yeah. So uh, he joins the new rogues basically mm-hmm. is black after this he escapes. Is, this is blacksmith or whatever yes. her name is. Yeah. Blacksmith okay. tries to bring him in and create the new rogues or the new gotcha. rogues gallery. Gotcha. Um, other people with flash might remember the old rogues galleries, people like captain cold, captain boomerang. What's the guy with the fire captain, starter? Captain, they had the, you know, the, um, gorilla grad, I think was a part of the rogues uh, at one point you. in time. Gorilla so it's just, you know, basically Jeff Johns wanted to create a new rogues gallery for new readers. All right. Sure. Which makes sense. Because, yeah, it makes total sense. I got it. Yeah. Everybody um, loves bad guys. So Murmur joins this new team as they're attempting to take over like Central and Keystone City. Central, not Starling City, Central City is where the Flash takes place. But um, there's one point where Mirror Master is one of the people on the team and he coats his mirror in the Frenzy virus to help uh, him out. Yeah. And he uses it and it kind of temporarily incapacitates Flash for a moment. But for the most part, he's really just a background character in the new rogues. Like you see him there and he he can't talk, obviously. There's just mumbles every now and then, and he just 
tries to kill Flash with the others. But there's no like anything that he's uh, responsible for besides this part, which is part of the reason that it's just unsettling is when you see or not unsettling, but it's upsetting when you see somebody or character you like so much and then you feel like they're just not utilized after that. Yeah, sure. Right. right. Because there's a whole four year span of where he makes appearances, but like nothing like let's say the Joker in yeah, Justice Squad. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's like you see it's like if Justice League, Justice uh, Squad. What is it? Justice suicide League. Squad? Justice League. Justice League is what you're yeah. If it were Suicide Squad though, it's like if you had Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad and it wasn't played by Margot Robbie, it was just some woman that they dressed up to look like her. Yeah, she's back and she was just always in the frame. All the time. Right. She never sure. talks. Like right. that's what he turns into. In two thousand five though, in an interesting turn. He looks like he, Tim Burton. He does. I included that to, to show you how yeah. it stitches lips together. Uh, four years later, though, in 2005, DC decides to make a man bat. Are you familiar with man I bat? Am, I am familiar a with man bat. five yeah. issue man bat series. Now, we are going to focus on how Murmur fits into this. But basically, just to make it simple, Kurt, I can't remember his last name. The guy who's man bat is still man bat. Okay. But he's being framed in a way of attacking and killing people right and so also they're using it to frame batman that like batman can't hunt down man bat even though it's not man bat doing it too like they're trying to take out both man bat and batman sure and it's like this battle between black skull and hush my favorite episode of buffy the vampire slayer hush hush do you know hush in the remember that one I don't, which one is that? Where the three guys, the creepy guys come in and they silence everybody. Oh, everybody has to be quiet the entire time. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. That's such a good show. But I don't but, know anything about Hush as uh, a villain. There's a lot to Hush. I'm we'll get to Hush. Quiet. Uh, no. Makes people be quiet. No. Oh, okay. He's Thomas Wayne's friend. There's there's difference. It's the Riddler. It's Tom, I'm not Thomas Wayne. Uh, Bruce Wayne's friend. His name's Thomas whatever i don't remember there's Thomas another Hush. kid he like there's a storyline where he uses plastic surgery to make himself look like bruce wayne and stuff oh, like wow we'll get to hush eventually That's it's rough. it's going to be a longer cool. dive because uh, he's a from when that graphic novel came out he's been a part of stuff since then. hush gotcha. has stayed in the batman kind of pantheon. Yeah. yeah um but right now murmurs part of this is he is a pawn by hush through this whole story but Murmur is living in the Keystone City sewers where he's approached by Hush. One thing you need to know about Hush, though, too, is he is a former doctor himself. Mm. So uh, the reason that is important is Keystone he, City sewers. He basically tells Murmur, hey, you help me out. I can fix your lips that are now if you sewn together. They're completely infected. Right. And I can replace your tongue, too. Like you don't have to live like this anymore. And so he uses that to basically. Is that a thing? Can you replace someone's tongue? I don't know. I mean, that's what's brought forth. That's what Hush is promising to him in this. That seems weird, right? It does. Like, because you'd have to put another tongue in there. Yeah. How I don't do you know. get another tongue? I guess it's somebody that just recently tongue? died? I guess. Ugh. I, you know, I swear. I, I had a fly in my drink the other day and it, it made its way into my mouth because I didn't oh. know it was there. Yeah. And I can't stop thinking about it. What if what if somebody else's tongue was in there? That's just oh, good God. Like you'd swallow the tongue? Well, I'm just saying if they if you cut off your tongue and yeah. then they had to put a dead guy's tongue in there to replace your tongue. Yeah. Do you think that tongues taste things different? I do. I think it's just like the eyeballs. You know, the the you get somebody else's eyeballs, you're gonna see everything they've ever done. 
Oh, you're going to taste everything. Twilight, Twilight Zone told me that, so who am I not to believe it? <laughs> oh, man. Just all it, of a sudden, you'd start liking other things. It, or you're just sitting there, you're just like, tastes like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, that could be funny. I guess they find it from... I don't know who else. It'd have to be a cadaver, right? And it'd have to be really soon, I would think. Or they just, I mean, knowing these people, they just kill somebody and sell that person's tongue. It's still a dead person's tongue. I'm just saying, I think it would have to be really soon after that person dies. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I would think so. I would think that the tissue would die kind of quickly, especially when it's small like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. so many little tiny veins and stuff in there, right? Do you know, that would, like, if he really did that to attach it, that would take a long time, I would feel like. Oh, yeah. Because you'd probably have to like burn it to, I don't know. I don't like any of this. Well, that's what yeah, he's offering him though. Okay. So Hush brings Murmur to Gotham to help, uh, promising to. All the way from Keystone City Sewer. Yep. Sure. To fix his mutil- mutilated mouth in exchange uh-huh. uh, to help him take down Black Mask. I said Black Skull. I meant Black Mask. Okay. All right. That's all right. Murmur agrees and he ends up murdering one of Black Mask's prostitute, framing the man back for the crime. Wait. Hush has wait, this idea. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Murders one of Black Mask's prostitutes is multiple prostitutes black mask is like the crime boss of the city okay so like he has so he probably has pimps he has that drug, work for him yes who it is it prostitutes. is in okay. the scene it's another guy who okay. drops off the woman at right. a cemetery i got you got you got you okay Which crime boss i understand when you just when you just gloss across it and say black mask prostitutes i'm like i don't understand what's no he's on. a he's a crime boss so he sent gotcha. like somebody requested one of his ladies and he's sure. sent one of his you know yeah pimps to go drop her off at a cemetery which is weird to begin with sure but well, um probably not basically they uh frame man bat for killing her because hush gives murmur like this claw that slides over his hand oh wow that has like back claw so they can do the scratch uh, so like they're killing to make her it look like he's yes. done this thing. okay gotcha so sure. basically murmur is killing these people uh or killed this prostitute to make it look like man bat yeah also they hunt down Black Mask second in command, who's a police officer named David. Mm. And uh, fancy ass name. Well, Murmur's just in the back seat. Here's how they do it, which is actually. Hello, I'm Black Mask second in command. David. David. <laughs> Murmur, since he can't talk, is wearing a lapel mic. Uh, wait, what? He's wearing a lapel mic, uh-huh. and Hush is back wherever he's at, and he can see what's going on, and he talks for Murmur. That's not what lapel mics do. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. Lapel mic, he should only be able to hear it. It should only be able to go in. But apparently it can project out too. So it's a, okay. Maybe they have a receiver. He Little tiny Mr. Microphone. He mentions, he mentions the lapel mic. That's it. Hey, good looking. He didn't talk about the receiver somewhere there too. But so yeah. he's he talks for okay. Murmur. All right. But does he just open his infected mouth or? No, he's like his mouth's sewn shut. Like, it's still mm-hmm. sewn shut. He's, That's all he does is so mumble. He mumbles, but then you're hearing, Hello. Well, he doesn't even like he doesn't even move his like murmurs just sitting there and just lets Hush do all the talking. Oh, okay, all right. Um, but basically, because that's not fooling anybody. No. Okay. Uh, so they attempt to kill him, so but maybe it that fails. Then Murmur and Hush follow David to Black Mask Hideout. Okay. Where they confront Black Mask. Black Mask HQ. In the ensuing chaos, Murmur is poisoned and left for dead by Hush mm. because he never was going to save him at all. He just wanted to use him. Hey, it's a guy who's never going to talk. You can't trust a guy named Hush. No. And he's wrapped up in bandages, too. Sure. Hush is. Wait, he's a, he's a mummy? Yeah. Here, I'll find a picture of Hush. Um, but so basically. <laughs> I'm really starting to like this Hush guy. Dude, I like Hush. he got Hush. so many layers. Um, 
Boom, Literally, boom, you have boom, to peel him off. But we don't have to worry about him dying because obviously he's immune, but he's uh-huh. sick and he eventually gets better and he appears in comic still. But just back to one of the background guys in the rogues gallery. Right. Um, I like that you use the, he overcomes the poison because of his magic blood. I don't, I mean, it is, it's magic <laughs> it's blood, magic blood. So, um, magic blood murmurs out doing other murmury stuff. I'm here trying to find you. Number a five. There's Wisconsin. hush magic blood. There's oh, wow. I kind of like that. Guy. Hush is a really, we'll, we'll yeah, have to dive into hush. That's going to be a longer one, but yeah. hush is a, uh, a really fun read. Cool. So, also, I feel like I needed to mention it since we brought up Jeff Johns and like Arrow and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murmur does appear in the Arrow TV show. Really? Uh, and it is another case of him sewing his mouth shut so he can't talk. This but guy's his, just got like one go-to. But his story here is that he was wrongly convicted by cops and beaten and then thrown in prison. Social commentary. Yeah, and he sews his mouth though as a way of like yeah. meditation. Like he finds like him not talking. It's they completely changed the story. They watered yeah. down the character, and he's not great in the TV show because Arrow took a jump. It was I don't think it was ever great, but it was good and watchable. And then it took a jump, and I couldn't pay attention to it anymore. Every time I get stressed, I sew my mouth together. Do you? Yeah. But I mean, like you have a character here. It was one of those that I find that you can have just a deranged, but they don't do it. You know, the worst part about stressing and sewing your mouth together, if you're married, your wife's always knocking that needle out of you. You never know where you're going to step on a needle. Oh, because she just knocks Needles it everywhere, yeah. See, mine just sews mine for me. Uh, yeah. She's like, well, it'll be nice easier if you let me do sure, it. Sure, that's nice. And then I mumble and she never Do you never ever responds. get used to it? No. Yeah, it hurts. It does. But uh, it quiets the voices. No, it doesn't really, though. That's the thing. I mean, I'd understand if they put a pipe through their brain or whatever, but not uh, sewing their mouth together. Yeah, no. So there we go. He's a cool-looking character, He though. does. He. Uh, the one thing, I you brought it up earlier, and I guess we should describe how he looks real quick. He's, like, covered head-to-toe in leather, yeah. but it's kind of like um, mental, like, straitjacket-esque with the amount of buckles and stuff on it. I like how his eyes go two different ways. I don't know what that was about in that picture. That. I know, but they, different ways. he is he not just like a creepy looking dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, even even the mask he has, like that's something they can make look like all of it just look for real. He looks like Tim Burton with googly eyes and a sewn mouth shut. He oh, I'm glad you brought up Tim Burton. He's like a cool version of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah. But he I doesn't have scissors like yeah. just the outfit he looks. His hair is yeah, kind of like very that. Much so yeah. he's very Edward Scissorhands esque, except he's. Uh, schizophrenic. He put these big black stripes over his face, and that's very like Burton esque. Yes, because I think it's from the prison bars and stuff that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, again, though, I like the character. I just feel like they haven't done a lot with it. I love a good crazy guy. You know, a good crazy person. As that's why that's why Harley Quinn's so uh, attractive. Well, I mean, she's pretty also, but I'm saying she's she's attractive because she just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know? and, and that's part of what I, I like about this villain, too, is sometimes it's good to find the guys who have nothing to lose sure. just because yeah. it's not one of those where like, oh, well, I'll just do this then to defeat him. Right. So uh, I just think that also it's it's in a flash book where you don't at least me. I don't think of flash having that many. No, you really don't do dark you? characters like uh-uh. that, which is why I find it unique, too, is you can use it in flash. He fits more. Like, he feels like he fit perfectly with that Batman story. Right. 
because he fits yeah, in like a yeah, Batman yeah. world, he, he not a Flash world. Very much like a Batman. Villain. Yes, which yeah. is why it's another thing that excited me is that gives Flash a little bit more of a sinister villain kind of. Yeah, which I like. So, yeah, no, that's cool. So there you go. That that's great, is great, man. Murmur as always. Episode nine. Uh, don't forget if you're looking for us, you can find us on Instagram at Hero, or feel free to email us with any questions you might have uh comments you'd like to make of how i got something wrong no or, I, I was i was gonna say as always i, I want to thank you for your in-depth research you do on these things because well, it's really fantastic i do appreciate it very much yeah you do a great job um and i i enjoy doing it because a lot of times too like obviously i'll read through the different articles wikipedia and stuff like right, that that they sure. have set up but sure. Uh, you'd be amazed at how many times that I just read through the series and I find stuff that's not listed. Yeah, that's kind of crazy that and, you uh, read all these comics. Oh yeah, and so uh, Flash Iron Heights. Speaking of nuts, uh, we're brought to you again this week by Testacuzzi for the nuts. That's true. Yeah. Uh, in you this wanna, case, you ever wanted to bubble your balls, or it could be for uh, crazy people in Arkham Asylum. Those kind sure. of nuts, I guess. Sure. Everybody loves a Testacuzzi. Everybody loves a Testacuzzi. It's like log. Everybody loves log. What well, rolls downstairs, a loner in pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. You know the people love this. That's uh, <laughs> on your I back remember. and great for a snack. It's log, log, log. log. Yeah. log. Yeah, uh, that whole thing is emblazoned in my brain. My grandmother, uh, I just always thought this was funny because it's one of those things of where, like, I have a older cousin who's about 10 years older than me. And so, like, I was kind of young the first time Randy yeah, Simpy went through, yeah. but I would still watch it some. Sure. But obviously, like, he was a teenager at the time, so he watched it a lot. And my grandma watched one episode, and it had to do with something with Ren peeing on an electric fence. Hey, I was just going to bring that. Don't whiz on the electric fence. That's the point. She yeah, was. Yeah. She complained. She, I'm not watching. They were whizzing <laughs> on an electric fence. Was her argument all yeah. the time? That and not even. That's like, the one where where Ren comes in, and he he threatens. I mean, he says he's going to kill Stimpy. I mean, literally, I'm going to kill you. I mean, it's it's just flat out. I'm gonna murder you because of the things you've done. Really? Yeah. It's 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 a rough episode when you really break it down. A lot of those episodes. Oh are yeah. Rough though. Oh, um, what's his name? Nuts. Oh yes, I've read about him. Speaking of nuts, tech, check out the Testacuzzi. Yeah, he's 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 crazy, man. Yeah. But it's a great show. Yeah. But so there you go. I just always remember saying, you can't watch. They were whizzing on electric Don't fences. on the electric fence. I just like the fact that we got you to sing. All right. <laughs> that is it for today. Episode nine, bros, foes, and heroes. Another Ed. good one. As always, we appreciate you taking some time out to listen and follow us. And uh, until next time, everybody, make sure and stay safe out there. Hey, what's the next one? Villain? Good guy? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Surprise. All We're right. going to surprise you for 10. Cool. Maybe it'll be Hush. Michael wants Pot me to luck. do Hush. I can come back. I'm still sitting on the inferior five. Like, oh, I like the sound of that. I got a lot of stuff we can still throw out there, so okay, we'll see. Cool. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us. As always. Got a gun! Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.